Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Guiana, and each episode I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's 15th episode called Learning to Have Fun. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. So I'm I'm really excited about this one because um, I just came back from a uh, brief trip in Cuba. Um, I'm in an Indian fusion band, and uh, yeah, we uh, got to go over there for six days. It was really cool. Um, and then when we came back, uh, I had my 32nd birthday literally the next day after we returned back home. Um, so yeah, um, I've basically been kind of in a celebratory mode since then. So I figured that this would be a great topic. Um, also it was a topic that came up in one of my daily devotionals today. Um, just about remembering to have fun and prioritize it and to prioritize having fun as much as to give as much room to having fun as I give room to my own misery and my anxiety and my stress and, and let my mind be preoccupied with the things that bog me down in a, in a, in a negative way and to hold just as much space as I do for that stuff, for the positive stuff, for the stuff that's actually going to pour life back into me. So I just wanted to get into that with y'all today and, um, share just a couple of things that, I've tried and also some things that I would really like to get better at doing and prioritizing. So, um, the first thing is give yourself permission to have fun. Um, I, I struggle with this one, um, (laughs) because it's really hit or miss. Sometimes I just decide in a moment, like I'm going to do something that's, that's fun. Um, whether I like decide to watch a program or I decide to bust out dancing or I even in an instant when I find something funny that might be small to other people or might make me look silly because I'm just having this like like (laughs) overwhelming like laughter session to myself and other people are like why is that so funny to you like just giving myself the space to really embrace that laughter in that moment um I think I don't know. It just, it kind of helps me to get through whatever else I might be dealing with that day or even stuff that I'm carrying in that moment, just fully like abandoning my care in that moment and letting myself have that. Cause I don't know when I'm going to laugh again like that. You know, sometimes those moments just happen and I think it's up to me and up to us as, as people to embrace those moments when they come. Like those are, those are moments of relief that are gifts, I think in the moment. Um, but I really do struggle sometimes at the same time with being okay with taking a rest to, to have fun, to be, to be playful, to approach my day in a more playful way. Um, so yeah, the first thing I would say is give yourself permission to have fun. You're allowed to do it. You don't have to be so serious all the time. I don't have to be so serious all the time. Um, there's plenty of stuff that requires like serious, hardcore focus that will happen in a day. But I think, yeah, like 
just give yourself permission to create those pockets of space for yourself in the day where you can just kind of, it kind of serves as a little bit of a, an exhale for you, which I think can really add to your peace of mind over time. Um, this next one, I definitely have heard from Yvette Young, this amazing, um, guitar player who does like a tap math rock style of guitar playing. And, um, one of the things that she says that she does that helps her, um, either with painting or playing guitar is basically to play without an end goal. Um, and you know, my therapist is also my therapist. Well, not my therapist, but I think it was one of my spiritual advisors, which can kind of serve as a therapist in an unlicensed fashion, um, said to me, like, why don't you just paint without it having to be a masterpiece? Like, why, why isn't that allowed? Like, why isn't that okay? Just don't think of what you want it to become. Just participate. Just engage with your paints, with your canvas and explore and, and have fun with it. Like don't, don't make it as though it needs to be this profound, prolific thing in order to matter, in order to count, in order to be valid. And that's why I really struggle with the second thing, playing without an end goal is like, what? You mean that it's not supposed to be as amazing as it can be right now in this moment? You mean I can just engage with it and not make it into a project that has to be presented to people and, and, and therefore it has to be excellent, you know? Um, so yeah, I really struggle with that one. And I'll be honest, like, I don't know how many times I pick up an instrument or start to paint or write a poem or, or whatever, where I don't try to turn it into something. Like, I don't know how often I just allow myself to engage with it and play and, and have that be sufficient. Like have that be enough. Just getting the creative juices flowing for the sake of of them flowing, not to make it a project. So that would be the second thing is to whatever it is um, that you like doing, it doesn't have to be your career. It can also be something that you know that you love to do that you have fun doing. Um, and if you are completely, you know, tapped for ideas and you don't know what to do, the third one is a great one. Um, go try a new activity. Go try something that's relatively cheap, um, and just just try, just just go to go to a live drawing class for ten dollars. Um, we have something like that in the area where I live. Um, go uh, try a pottery class. Now, obviously, these are things that require money, so there's that aspect of it. Um, but for example, my, uh, my boyfriend and I went to Wikiwachi today for the second time. Um, and it's, it's not super, it's not super expensive. It's like 30 bucks or something per person. Um, and you know, you bring your own snacks and stuff and, and it's just the most, it was pretty crowded today, but generally the experience is pretty surreal and serene because you're like how does this place exist it's so quiet the waters are so blue like oh my gosh um how is this like an hour from my house like this is crazy like I feel like I'm in another continent or another country like how are we allowed to be here right now you know but it's um it's something that kind of 
really set the tone for my day because I, it takes, you know, it still takes awareness of self and your surroundings and navigating your boat around people. And it takes arm strength and coordination to like navigate your boat down a river. Um, so you're tired by the end. I was tired by the end. Um, and then I still went and did a workout at, at the gym afterwards. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was doubly tired, but um, the point in, in me saying that is um, it kind of engages this practice of trying something, of playing, of, of, of having the afternoon to like soak up that experience and also just maybe using my, using my muscles in a way that I don't typically use them. And also it gives me a space to kind of relax as well. Like the experience itself is relaxing and then the after effects of participating in that gives me an additional calm um, from just the energy that I use while I'm, you know, while I was kayaking with my boyfriend, you know. Um, so, yeah, I would say go try a new activity. It's it more, it more than likely uh, will get some kind of, will breathe some kind of life back into you, um, which I think is, is, is a part of having fun, you know, trying something new, not trying to be perfect at it, but just participating, you know, and seeing what kind of joy comes from that. Um, number four is tap into old passions. Uh, maybe there's something that you haven't touched for a while. Maybe it's an instrument. Maybe it's a language. Maybe it's some kind of physical art that you can make with your hands. Maybe it's a dance class or maybe it's a love for writing or, you know, whatever it might be for you. Um, re-engage with it and, and try to try to re-engage with it you know, with a beginner mindset, like, uh, like I did a, an episode pretty early on about, uh, being a beginner and just allow yourself to be new at it and don't put the pressure on yourself that you have to be as good as you were or that you have to be as good as whomever inspires you to pick it up. Maybe somebody who's further along than you in that genre of creation of creating, you know, give yourself the space to, to explore it and, and re-engage with it. Um, try to let it be a new thing where you can just allow yourself to be curious about it. Um, that could be a really cool one. Um, I know, like, for for me, like, I've, I've been writing since I was nine years old, but there's certain types of writing that I gravitate to more than other types of writing. Like, I've been a poet. I started rapping in 2020. Um, but I've always, always written lyrics for songs. That's like the main thing that I do. But whenever I re-engage with like a poetry form of writing and, you know, arguably rap, song lyrics, poems, whether it's to be read or spoken word, um, you know, all of that is under the umbrella of writing, but to me, they all have different rhythms and different feels to them and they can be interchangeable, but a lot of times to me they have their own categories that they belong in and let's say like any time that I'm reminded or inspired enough to re-engage with poems that I've written or to try to write something new um it's always I always feel like I'm relearning that learning curve you know I don't ever feel like it goes away all the way um a little bit of it comes back you know like kind of like riding a bike but 
I still feel like there's enough mystery there to still be like, man, I still have to like kind of sit with this and try to come up with something and try to think about what I want to say. And, and so it's okay to, to have that process of just kind of reconnecting and, and remembering what it was like. And, and even, and even maybe, I don't know, like if we're talking about poetry specifically, but you can try to apply this to whatever it is that you want to re-engage with creatively or that is a form of play to you. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a sport and something a little less creative and it's more, you know, there's technicalities, there's rules, there's, you know, teams and boundaries and stuff, but it's it's a sport that maybe you have fun doing and, and you have to re-engage with the rules and, and what it all means and maybe you have to start doing certain stretches again to get your body ready, whatever you have to do, but I think that, yeah, I think that, you know, you just have to allow yourself um, the time to relearn something, you know. Um, the fifth one is making space for having fun, setting aside time daily or weekly. Um, this is interesting. I don't know if I do this. I feel like it happens randomly. But, and I feel like also when I decide that I'm going to create something, I'm making it a thing. Like if I decide to engage with a song, it's like at some point this has to be a cover that I post. If I'm learning something on a guitar, I need to be fashioning it. You know, there is just practicing for the sake of practicing. But a lot of times I'm like, there's so many songs that I want to cover. There's songs that people sometimes request on my YouTube channel. So I, I feel like I'm kind of like in over my head already with all the songs I want to do. So I'm like, I can't just be practicing this song for fun. I got to be getting it ready to either play it out at one of my solo shows or duo shows. Um, or I got to make a video. Like, that's just it. That's just how it has to go. And it's like, it really doesn't have to be that. Like, I I would love to get into the, to the practice of making space every day. Like, I don't know, five minutes. Allow myself the space to like just kind of create and come up with stuff for five minutes. And I think April is also like National Poetry Month or something like that. So if I just allow myself to write a poem for five minutes every morning or, I don't know, three minutes, two minutes, whatever. Just give myself some kind of, it doesn't have to, you know, just pick a topic out of a hat or come up with something random or pick a category or, you know, find some kind of a prompt online. I'm sure that there's tons of stuff like that. Um, and just give myself the space to be like, what can I come up with in five minutes where it's not that serious and I don't have to make it a masterpiece, you know, just set aside that time every day, um, or a specific portion of the week, you know, like, I think we should be allowed to have fun every day. Like, why not? You know, who says that we have to be serious all the time just because we, many of us work regular jobs, you know, that are not our passions. And so I can understand how it might be challenging to have fun when that's your situation. Um, but I still believe that there's, that we can create room and we are allowed to create room to have fun. Um, so that's number five. Number six is something that I've been, you know, kind of hammering into for a long time and I'm going to keep doing it because I think it's really important. Um, it's kind of ironic that I said hammering into when number six is give yourself grace, <laughs> which is to be like, I should be gracefully offering it up every time. Right. Um, yeah, I, I also struggle with this one 
Um, I made a meditation called Grace so that I could have hopefully less struggle. <laughs> and also so maybe others might have less struggle. But I still struggle with it. It's, you know, I'm human. Um, but for whatever it is that you re-engage with, um, that's, that translates as fun to you, um, however you add it to your schedule, whatever it is, give yourself grace. I mean, that's the whole part of it. Like there's, there's supposed to be no specific end goal. There's supposed to be, you're supposed to be free from perfectionism when you do this. It's supposed to literally be purely for the liberation of your mind and your body and your spirit. Like give yourself grace. Um, give yourself grace to me also translates as like, like a haven, like a safe place, you know, like a safe house, a safe little tree house for you, you know, like I think where there's grace, there's, there's, it translates to me as like safety to be myself, safety to operate as I am where I am, safety to let loose and relax and explore and, and try to figure out what fun means to me and, and, in a particular moment or on a daily basis or with a particular art form. Um, and it just makes it easier if I just remind myself, albeit I don't do this perfectly and I don't even do it as regularly as I would like. It's pretty random at this point, but um, just I imagine at least that if I gave myself a regular reminder like, hey, <laughs> uh, give yourself grace. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be like an activity to purposely loosen you up so that you won't take stuff so seriously. Just give yourself grace about it. Like, it's, it's okay. Um, and I'd say for number seven, a little, maybe you can count this also as a bonus because people aren't always available. You know, people have their own lives as well. But add a friend or two to the mix. Add as many friends as you want, but if you want to keep it like low key or whatever, add a friend or two to the mix, you know? Figure out, you know, some games where you can play, you know, where you, I don't know, those kinds of games where you can ask each other questions and find out more about each other or where you're like trying both of you something together for the first time or something of that nature where you just kind of get out of yourself and, and get to be like a kid again for an afternoon or for an evening or, or whatever, you know, it also is encouraging when you have somebody there with you, who's kind of helping to remind you to shake off the stuff that weighs you down and just kind of allow yourself to, to just freely interact, you know, in that moment with whatever it is that you're trying. Um, so, so yeah. That's, that's what I have for y'all this week, learning to have fun. Um, I want to go back through the list briefly here. So one is give yourself permission to have fun. Two is play without an end goal. Three is go try a new activity, preferably an affordable one, but go try a new activity that's within your means. Four, tap into old passions. Five, practice making space for having fun, like set aside a time daily or weekly, five minutes or so, setting aside that time 
to to uh, have fun every day for a small amount of time will be easier, I think, to maintain than trying to create a huge amount of space every day. Start small. Uh, number five. Number six, give yourself grace. And number seven, and or bonus question or bonus suggestion, add a friend to the mix. Because um, it gets it's a little bit easier also when you have somebody with you to encourage you, somebody who's going to be a part of the process of having fun with you. So what is it like for y'all? Do you find that you have an easy time having fun? How often do you let yourself have fun? Do you hunker down for five or six days and then let yourself have fun on the seventh day? Do you try to have a little bit of fun every day um, at a certain time, maybe at the end of the day, or maybe you start off your day with just like a little bit of fun energy and having fun. If you balance a day job and a dream job at the same time, do you find that it's harder to have fun? If you are a full-time creative like myself, do you find that it's hard to have fun without forcing yourself towards an end goal of having to create something amazing each time? Do you feel pressure to create something amazing without just being able to let loose and have fun and not make it anything just for the sake of fun? Um, yeah, hit me up. I, I, I want to know. I'm interested in finding out what your experiences are like. Thanks so much again for joining me for another week of Destination Lavender. If you're not yet following me on social media for Destination Lavender, please hit up Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all under Destination Lavender. If you want to support this podcast, please also run over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Guiana and support this podcast and all of the other creative things that I am doing. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see y'all and talk to y'all next week.